everyone. Welcome to the Mixtape Mixtape Podcast Podcast. I'm your host, Julia. And I'm your host, Mike. Each episode, we pick a topic and make you a mix. This week's topic, Julia, is walk-up songs. Like, you know when you go to a baseball game and, like, uh, somebody comes up to bat and all of a sudden it plays... And then they throw the ball through the hoop? Yeah, that it's like that. Exactly. Okay, That's cool. exactly how it is. Okay. To the all-star Eddie Frierson. The bases are loaded. He shakes off a sign. Now he's ready. 3-2 pitch. Struck him out! Oh, fucking out! Kenny Powers has done it. Atlanta wins this series. Welcome back from summer break. Yay, senioritis. Can oh, I have your report on what you did over the summer? Did a lot of things. Um, I, uh, well, you know, we, we put on a couple of movie screenings for the Ska movie, which was great. Yeah. It was a... Tons of Knocked fun. it out the park. Oh, <sighs> shit. You're on It was theme. amazing. And then Bambi played a few shows, mm-hmm. uh, which was cool. K-E-W-L. Um, K-E-W-L. And what about you? What did you do? Did you do anything special? Are you reading? Are you up to like your 18th book for the year? I'm only on book 10. Book I'm 10. reading two books right now. I'm reading um, the Los Lobos book, Ooh, which I need one. to let you borrow afterwards. That is it's Louis' um, poetry book. Oh, oh yes, yes. Absolutely. I'm reading that, but I have to take you know my what? time with it because it's poetry. I'm going to give him a call. I'm going to say, hey, you know what, Big Louie? Why don't you come out? Why don't you come yeah. to Anaheim and we'll, or maybe we'll go to him, whatever. We can go to him. Yeah, I'd be kidding. I'd Have podcast, we'll travel. Exactly. Um, so I'm reading that, and then I'm reading a murder mystery book called The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. Ooh. So we'll see how that goes. Mm. It'd but, be amazing if it was The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn who drank Newcastle. And it was how <laughs> she drank all these really bittery, like, brown uh-huh. beers, and she just crapped herself to death. <laughs> Each time, I don't know. Based on a true story. Based on a true story. There of a college is. student in Sarasota. Did did anybody recognize, I'm just taking a poll here for the audience. Did anybody recognize the intro song that we played? Hmm. We'll wait. We'll wait. Uh, it happens to be the intro song that if you were to listen to your Los Angeles Dodgers, uh, you would hear it every every time they play. Anyway, just thought you'd be curious to know that fun fact. It's the... Uh, the baseball song anyway so this this episode what mike is alluding to is about baseball it is about baseball we are baseball fans yes, well we i'm are. mostly a dodgers fan i am a dodgers fan. first yes. and foremost a dodgers fan and then a baseball fan right so dodgers come first but always i am a dodgers fan and i have been my entire life my dad was a dodger fan came over here before the dodgers did and when they did come out he swore that it was because they were missing him. <laughs> so, did I so. ever at any point, um, did you like another team and your dad was like, yes. no. Uh, that's very interesting that you brought that up because uh, in 19, I'm going to say 84, but I could be wrong in the baseball purists. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them. 
they're going to call me out. The baseball purists call me out. I think it was 1984 uh, when Steve Garvey, who was my favorite player with the Dodgers, still in my top 10, by the way, uh-huh. uh, uh, when he got traded to the San Diego Padres, I would go to the games wearing the Padres brown and gold hat. And mm-hmm. my dad was not happy. Was not happy. Matter of fact, I would say disgusted and a little let down. I would really? say a little disappointed. I think I broke, you know, like my dad had a very big heart, uh-huh. a really big heart. And I think it was like the reverse of the Grinch. You know, the Grinch's heart grew yeah. 10 times that day. Mm-hmm. I think when he saw me in that hat Aww. at the baseball stadium, he's like, his heart shrunk 27 times that day. Aww, and he thought, wow, I gave you life and look at this. Look at this betrayal. So anyway, but yeah, we're doing uh, walkout music today. So yeah. walkout music could be a pitcher, could be the the baddest of the badass pitchers coming out to close the game off. He has his own music. It could be a batter walking up. And there's some very interesting ones. Uh, there's a lot of the same ones that are used because let's be real. How many baseball players really have the time to sit around and listen to new music when they could just play Welcome to the Jungle? <laughs> yeah. Um, do you... I don't know if anyone knows, like, when walk-up songs started, it, I'm Googling things while you're talking. That's good. That's good. You're doing uh, re- I like that you're preparing. 1970. 1970. With the Chicago White Sox. And it was Nancy Faust, the club organist, who started the tradition by playing each player's home state song when they walked up to the plate. Look at Nancy Faust with her Hammond organ just making it dope. Mm-hmm. Making the day an event. Do you know the name of the organist of the Dodgers? That's she, not... Yes, I do. And it escapes me for she's the moment. Fa- she's but she awesome. has actually retired. Oh, has she? And there's a new guy who uh... does it. He's pretty good, too, though. He plays like... He, he was plays playing everything. Like Star Wars music like the other Selena. day. Yeah, like Selena. Yeah. Like I know he does a lot. No, they're they're they're. It's a it's a tradition. What I love about traditional parks like that, and uh, I am biased as I am a Dodger fan, but I am mm-hmm. a baseball fan. I've been to several other parks. I've mm-hmm. been to all the parks in California. I've been to um, uh, Milwaukee. I've been to uh, I've been to um, what do you call it? Um, uh, Yankee Stadium before they tore it down. Oh, I've only been after. And I've and you know I've been to see the. Uh, what do you call it? Um, oh, come on. Where Boston plays, you know. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Where the that Green place. Monster. You know, I've been to a lot of parks, Camden Yards, um, Baltimore. I've been to a lot of different parks and uh, I really am a fan of the game. I will watch the game if there's if I have nothing to, to watch, I will watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I, I tend to not like the Angels and I not because yeah. I grew up in Anaheim and so yeah. I, they are if I'm rooting for the American I just don't like the American League necessarily. So that's, it's not that I don't like the Angels, just I don't like the American League. I think Mike Trout is amazing. Uh, There's a lot of great players that have come and gone on the Angels. Uh, Namely, there's a baseball player over my left shoulder here in where we are recording, and that's the immortal Mr. Nolan Ryan. He's been on my wall forever, and he was an Angel. So there you go. Cool. Well, let's get started. So we're picking um, (coughs) not necessarily players that we like or songs that we like, but just songs that we found interesting. A lot of the songs I thought were terrible. There's some songs that I hate hearing every time a player comes up. Yeah, yeah. I hate Imagine Dragons. I hate the fun song. It's on my list. I hate all of it. Yeah, the fun (laughs) song and Imagine Dragons. Imagine Dragons is actually on my list because I hear it. All yeah. the time. So it's like, okay. But the, I found some winners in there, so this will be... Well, why don't you good. go first then, Mrs. Winner? Okay. Chicken this dinner? player, he's... I think when he had this song was playing for the A's. 
Josh Reddick. Oh, I know what exactly what song do you're you? going to play. Yes. Uh, it's just hilarious. And we'll post a video to go along with this for when he comes out because it's pretty funny. It's pretty rad. And you took one of mine because I thought com- comedically it was awesome. But uh-huh. the fact that people would bring toy saxophones exactly. to the park. If you don't know what we're talking about. The song is Careless Whisper. That's right. And it is that song. And it's hilarious. Well, in the clip that I watched today. Well, okay. First of all, I had to enlist the help of the boys in my office today because I don't know right. that much. And they like spat out a bunch of things at me. Um, and this was one of them. And we were watching the video. So like someone brought their like a real saxophone. Yeah. And like some people had fakies, but some of them had the real thing. And it was, it was just I think fun. Sexy Sax Man did it. Uh, if you've never seen Sexy Sax Man on YouTube, go ahead and YouTube it. He's amazing. He uh, I think he did it on one of them um, because he plays a saxophone. But what he does is he goes to malls. Uh, and yeah. um, he stands in the food court or wherever. He mm-hmm. could be in the movie theater. He could mm-hmm. be wherever. And he'll just stand up and start playing Careless Whisper on the sax. It's hilarious if you ever get a chance to see it. Anyway, let's hear it. Okay. Because I've never heard this song before. It's so silky. So, so silky smooth. It's so silky and smooth. I wonder if people like started getting it on in the um, crowd. I mean, why wouldn't they? I know. You know. Uh, yeah. Well, so. Oh, I, I, I honestly, can you imagine like George Michael in his prime, like wearing a baseball hat and kind of being there, just kind of mm-hmm. dancing while? See, what you tend to get at baseball games is musicians way past their prime. And yeah. so, like, kind of like when the Giants uh, won another <clears> little, they, the Giants won three World Series in the last whatever. And that, that stat could be wrong. It could be more. Hell, I don't know. I'm not a Giants fan. Uh, and when the Giants are in it and the Dodgers are not, I tend to shut off and not watch things because mm-hmm. <laughs> I have allegiances. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, when, when the Giants were in it and they were playing Don't Stop Believing, uh, and then Steve Perry would show up and sing, it's like, dude, no, Stop. nobody wants to see you, Steve Perry. Stop. Uh, sorry. Do you think um, royalties are paid? Oh, absolutely. Every time they absolutely. every time they play they it when they want. On TV so if a player, and... so let's say they cycle through and like, Reddick comes out twice or three times oh, yeah. due to overtime. No, yeah. Every single time. What they do is they they have a company that tracks it, so they'll they'll basically buy the rights God. from from you know wherever ASCAP or whoever owns it, mm-hmm. and so they'll have the rights to play it. Unlike us, who do not have the rights. That's why you get thirty seconds. That's actually, I heard that was a myth, but who knows? Well, let's just run the game. We ain't got here. caught yet. Ain't got, guess what? Nobody listening anyway. <laughs> okay, dude. Uh, so uh, mine is going to, my walk-up song, not one of my favorites per se, but mm-hmm. I, as this, I, I grew to, um, this man played on the Red Sox and it was okay. uh, Big Poppy himself, David Ortiz. Uh, and every time David Ortiz and he's called Big Poppy because he's a big dude. And yeah. he would always swing for the fences. Actually, just a few weeks ago, he was shot in the Dominican I Republic. I know. Yeah. And that so is insane. The Red Sox organization actually, and the family owns the Red Sox, which are pretty darn classy. They they flew him back, and he had surgery here. Mm-hmm. And, and apparently is doing 
better. But this song was always played, or, or the one I remember, and why wouldn't it be? Notorious B.I.G., Biggie Papa for Big Papi himself. David Ortiz. To all the ladies in the place with style and grace, allow me to lace these lyrical dishes in your bushes. Uh, Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommies. The, the back, back of the, the club, club. sipping my wet is where you find me. What? The back of the club, macking holes, my crew's behind me. Uh, Mad question asking, blunt passing, music lasting. But I just can't quit because one of these honeys Biggie got to creep with, sleep with, keep the epic secret. Why not? Why blow up my spot? I love that song. I love uh, Biggie. I like Biggie's flow. Yeah. Uh, I learned to like it. Um, hearing, I didn't really like the hits ever, but when I've listened to a whole, like back when you used to listen to whole albums of things, yeah. he really made me a fan of that. And I, I kind of was late to that party. So I was more of a Tupac guy. And then, um, you know, just because just of the, you know, I don't know, just for the Dre involvement. I really liked Dre, or I liked mm-hmm. Dre back then. And whenever, Dre seemed to like touch things that turned to gold, so I really liked Tupac. Yeah. But Notorious B.I.G. is great. The only drawback is that damn Puffy Combs. <laughs> every every little, every, when he puts himself in these songs, it's like, dude, shut up. But he puts himself, involves himself in every step yes. of the song. Uh, I was yes. just listening to another podcast called Disgraceland, which I highly recommend. Yeah, and they great. did a quick episode on Tupac and Biggie. And I didn't realize like at the, um, at the source awards, the source awards yeah. when, um, I am not good at telling stories. I can't think of anyone, but anyways, they were like dissing, uh, <laughs> I can't think of anything right now. They were dissing, they were dissing Puffy Combs. What they oh were yeah. Doing. Yeah, yeah, like if you don't want someone involved, right. or dancing in your videos, or but then again, putting himself on your Puffy song. Combs, as for all we know, yeah. has never had anybody Shug killed Knight. or hung anybody out of Frick. a window. But Suge Knight yes. sure has. So. Well, Suge Knight's pretty pretty sure he's responsible for the deaths. So. Yeah, right. Well, that was kind of the yeah. disgrace land thing, anyway. Right? It was a cop that was. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you should watch Terrible. that. Uh, the I actually like the um, what's his name Tabir. Oh, that guy that was on CNN for a long time. Bashir. Oh, Martin Bashir mm-hmm. did a really good documentary years ago on Tupac and Biggie. And if you like DIY stuff, he's amazing because he uh, he's literally like an English Indian guy walking into like Compton and South Central with just himself. He's got a camera in his hand. And he's got mm-hmm. like a boom mic that he holds. <laughs> he just goes and interviews people. It's pretty cool. That's ballsy. That is ballsy. Well, cool. What do you got? Okay, so my next player is Ken Griffey Jr. Uh Uh-oh. And... Whole game changed, Ken Ken Griffey Jr. Why? What do you mean? Ken Griffey Jr. was the first guy to... He kind of changed the uniform. He didn't wear, like, the stirrups. Mm. He he refused to wear those. He wore just kind of longer pants. Mm -hmm. He also was kind of the first superstar player where... Got it. He he got... uh, Most guys would change, and they like, in the locker room, they'd sit on a bench, you know, to change. But Ken Griffey Jr. had an easy chair. I mean, like shit like <laughs> I that. I love it. And he got paid pretty well. Yeah. So. And, and rightly so. He was a great player for he, many years. He played it up. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Okay. Well, he was played for the Mariners. I think this was the time when he used this song, but it's Hip Hop hip hop Hooray. Oh, hey. Yeah, love that song. song. I'm 
Naughty by Nature, not because I hate you. That's all oh, I'm saying. I yeah. like Naughty by Nature just because they were one of the first um, first hip hop bands I remember I remember seeing like mm-hmm. with a lot of frequency on MTV when I was a kid, and MTV kind of raised me. So um, they were they were cool. I liked them, and they had another song called "Feel Me Flow." Um, yeah. And I remember that song. They had a bunch of snowboarding in it, and I thought, "Whoa, this is cool." That's interesting. You guys are like, "Wow, they're out doing things. That's amazing." <laughs> Uh, that's cool. cool. Yeah, really, really good one. I actually, I think Naughty by Do Nature, it. you can still see them. I think they're still around. Really? I think they are. Interesting. I think they are on all the revival tours and stuff. Oh, yeah, I can see them doing that. Yeah, at state fairs. you kidding me? <laughs> uh, dude, I... Hey, hey I'm, I might I go at, see the B-52s this summer. Dude, are you kidding? I'd go see B-52s. I want to see the Stray Cats. They're playing. Oh, And, and if I was at the Orange County Fair or the LA Fair and they're like, oh, Naughty by Nature's playing tonight and there's like mm-hmm. tickets left, hell yeah, yeah. I'm buying those. Yeah. Why not? I mean, hey, I paid to see like journey back in the day why wouldn't i pay to see these guys so anyway well um my next one you'll hear at every ballpark in america you will absolutely okay. hear it at every ball probably you'll probably hear um, it at basketball games is it any bar any baseball game type not of really sign? any well any bar um if Karaoke? you were in boston you'd uh, hear it in any bar bah. for sure okay. eventually at some point of the night mm-hmm. even if you're at a havid bar you'd hear this <laughs> song uh for sure but um Made really famous by many different players, actually here in Orange County for baseball, uh, it is the Rally Monkeys theme, which is great uh, if you like stuffed animals and you believe that that can really rally your people. It totally can say. I them. would rather, um, I would rather it just be good play. But okay, fine. You want a Rally Monkey? That's great. Hey, you play baseball your way. They play they baseball, play baseball <laughs> exactly. your way. I, the way I play baseball is we win. That's how I do it. Anyway, um, so anyhow. Uh, sick anyway, burn sorry. sick burn angels so uh but they do have i think they have better food really i feel like dodgers stadium has stepped up their game they have um the vegan fair is pretty good yeah uh, it's still baseball kind of food yeah. so it's like that i always feel yeah. like garbage after I eat oh totally food. totally totally but uh to bring it to a dodgers connection okay <laughs> this song was actually used uh by brian wilson who was mm-hmm. a very famous um uh, he was famous for he was a famous beach boy but different guy um he was very famous for a very long beard and he pitched he pitched for the san francisco giants the hated ones for many years Mm -hmm. and had some tommy john surgery and some other things and ended up pitching for the dodgers i want to say 2014 and uh really being a, a, um, a closer for them around that time. And they even had Dodger shirts with the beard on them and stuff. People would wear the beards to the park. And his song was this song. Yes, and I remember. this song is called Jump Around mm-hmm. by House of Pain. It's a party song. That's a good, like, to pump up the crowd while you're coming out. That's a good song. Yeah, absolutely. And you see why the Rally Monkey, they've got the Rally Monkey. It says they do the whole build up, like, Mm -hmm. it's time, he's coming. And they kind of show the the little cappuccino monkey or whatever it is. The dog's What they don't know, yeah, what they don't know is the cappuccino monkey in real life poops on everything and then walks on it and then wants to walk Mm -hmm. on you. So there you go. How are you saying it? Cappuccino monkey? Capuchin. 
Capuchin? Yeah. Is that what it is? Capuchin monkey. Not I thought cappuccino. It was a cappuccino. I thought it was like from, <laughs> I thought it was like some monk discovered it on some travel somewhere. I had no idea. Okay. <laughs> capuchin? Like co- yeah, it's capuchin. Oh, shit. Okay, cool. The more hey. you would know dun, that dun, if you're a dun, friends dun, fan because they had a capuchin monkey on the show. Well, I, I, I knew they had a, what a I knew they had a, I knew they had a, uh, a capuchin monkey, but I didn't know. Let's see here. Capuchin monkey. I'm going to make a note of this. So, um, yeah, I can... I can figure You don't want to offend all the capuchin. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so keep that at the ready in case uh... I uh, need to learn something else in the future where it just goes. There it goes. <laughs> nice. All right. The more you know, cap- capuchin. capuchin. Okay. That's, hey, your mom's cat? That's your name for your mom's cat, Capuchin, because it kind of looks like one of those. No, she's Princess Lady. We've already discussed that. Oh, Princess Lady. Princess Lady after Angela from The Office. That's pretty strong. Okay. All right. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. All right. Okay. Princess Lady. She's going to end up dead in a a freezer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, what do you have? Who's your your walk-up guy now? He's Uh one of my faves. Uh One of my faves. Uh Uh-oh. Kershaw. Oh. Mr. Clayton Kershaw. Ooh. Going strong. Yeah. Yes. Love him. Yes. Love him. Feel the force um, I'm trying to like understand his song and why he chose this. Mm-hmm. It's a good song, but it just seems uh, it's no scrubs by TLC. So it's definitely no scrubs by TLC. It, it, Which song yes. are you playing? No scrubs by TLC. That's his song. Is it? I'm on a website right now that shows oh. me every single baseball team and all their players' walk-up songs. Oh, that's And strong. that's his song. Oh, I had to, like, do mine from memory. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. You, you uh, but you, But, you know, I had Careless Whisper on here, so there you go. There you go. Um, oh, wow. I, yeah. No scrubs, yes. You know why? He doesn't, like, you want, look at Dwight trying to get on you. He's all, what's up, girl? Yeah, what's up, girl? You want no scrubs? I ain't no he scrub, girl. Careless Whisper, and now he can't control himself. No, he's like, careless ween. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so yeah, no, uh, that makes sense because you know, you got to bring your a game, no scrubs. He's going yeah, to can, brush you yeah, back. He's going to look at it. I mean, you need to bring your a game son against Clayton Kershaw having a great year, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Scrub is a guy that thinks he's fine. This also known as a buster. 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 Always talking about what he wants and just sits on his broke ass. So no. You know what I can imagine? Because no, okay, Talk No Scrubs is an iconic song, right? Totally. Obviously, it's been covered actually by Blink One Eighty Two live several times. Did it? it was really bad. Oh, that's weird. Um, but uh, I can imagine him. Did you know that Clayton Kershaw is a master ping pong player? Loves table tennis. I love it. Started off like with a little tournament among the guys, and now uh-huh. I think it's like huge. Where it's like proceeds are for charity it's a whole thing like he so has a, a forest gump type of thing he is like he is into it and competitive as hell obviously wow so yeah really, i like that yeah no he's uh he, it's like he, a michael jordan he can play basketball he can play golf he can play baseball he could but he good as dad killed over dead studios sorry didn't wow. even that up wow Sore. That sore I didn't subject. know, and I'm very interested to talk about that. Yeah, uh, we'll talk. Well, you know what we should do? We should do, okay, new new theme idea. Write it down. Okay. What if Michael Jordan were to do, were to take over 
the podcast, what would be played on it? You know, it'd be all like nineties, like Space it'd be... Jam over and over again. No, no, it would be Space Jam. Come on, this you is can't. how I kill your ideas. Oh man, you just you know what you your ideas are like. They're like a they're like wearing socks and then stepping in like water, mystery water in the Ugh. kitchen, and you're like, Ugh. I don't even want to think about that. That sounds terrible. Ugh. What is this mystery water? Ugh. No, thank you. What's your song? So my song is for another Dodgers closer. Before there was Clayton Kershaw. There was a man, and his name was Eric Gagne. In 2003, Eric Gagne had 55 saves. He was a sa- he he was that guy. He was the dude that everybody feared so much. And mm-hmm. at the very end of the game, what well seventh inning, you know, or eighth inning when he would come in, they had this very primitive like digital. Imagine like a Nokia like screen, yeah, right, but out on the field. It had like on the lower part of the field and it just had his eyes like pixelated with his sunglasses on. <laughs> and okay, let's be real. He's a baseball player and he's amazing or he was amazing mm-hmm. at the, for the, for his time. And, uh, he's a French Canadian dude, kind of dumpy looking, you know, with, okay a, with, with a, uh, with a goatee. And, uh, he used to wear those really weird, like Oakley kind of not, not uh, blades, but like the other kind. Um, Oh, what are those called? It, maybe, maybe they it's like Oakley's. the one with the maybe insect. Maybe they were Nikes. Yeah, I don't know. It's like a plus sign or something. Whatever. And oh, he'd wear those like with his hat, thing. and so they would show like just his eyes. Uh-huh. And in the eighth inning, they would just announce all over the thing, game over, game over, because he was <laughs> so good. And whenever you're going to intimidate people, um, you know, you want to play uh, Enter Sandman. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Welcome to the Jungle. Wait, it's Welcome to the Jungle. Sorry. Hang on. Dang it. Dang it. <laughs> Yeah, because Enter Salmon is for another very famous closer. But it's Welcome to the Jungle, and you know where you are? You're in the jungle, baby. You're going to (laughs) die. That was basically, you know, how he was. So here it is, Welcome to the Jungle from their immortal album, Appetite for Destruction, Guns N' Roses. So go ahead. Say what you were going to say. Do people really listen to this song in its entirety or just that opening? Okay. So no, say exactly what you okay. said. Is it, it's like the Eye of the Tiger song. You hear it in the movies. You hear the clip and that's the entire song. And it song. pumps white boys up to run stairs. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. That's the entire song in my mind. Okay. I don't want to hear it as Let's a just, song. It's not enjoyable. I'm going to say this. And this, I'm going to lose all my punk rock credibility when I say this. Guns N' Roses yep. when they came out was rad. Okay. For, I mean, I'm that sure they song. I'm that song, especially the beginning, because it, it took that glam rock that was poison driven. It was like Motley Crue driven, which mm-hmm. was debauchery more driven, mm-hmm. and then gave it this almost like mixed it with the misfits. It almost mixed this punk rock with it and made it street and made it dirty. Mm-hmm. And that is Guns N' Roses legacy. They brought that, they brought balls back to that genre where here we are all dressing like, you know, in high heels and assless chaps and have Aquanet in our hair. Mm-hmm. And then you have Guns N' Roses like, no, dude. We're just going to kick you in the nuts with this rap music because <laughs> I'm saying I'm not a burnout and I don't listen to Guns N' Roses, but I'm saying that that song was at the right place at the right time. Okay. And so I will say it's way different than Eye of the Tiger because there are people who love it. Nobody really loves Eye of the Tiger. 
Who even played Eye of the Tiger? It was I don't even know the name of the band. I, I like yeah, exactly. Survivor. Foreigner? Uh, Foreigner? It's Foreigner? Survivor. Survivor, I, yeah, see, that's the name of the band, right. Yeah, things. so no. Like, you could tell me Survivor also wrote St. Elmo's Fire, and I'd be like, oh, that's fine. Yeah, I totally get that. <laughs> but Guns N' Roses, everybody knows five songs from their catalog. Absolutely. Well, and here's the, the kicker. Izzy wrote all the good ones. So that's all you need to know. Well, and fun fact about Mike and also Anaheim is that the first time Mike saw Guns N' Roses yes. was literally at a church around the corner from here. It's not a church. It wasn't a church. Okay. It is now. The, it is a church now. But in 1987, 87, early on, um, my sister was dating a guy mm-hmm. uh, who was a heavy metal drummer. And he was like 6'3". He had like a big perm. And uh, anyway, he had a drum kit we couldn't set up in the house because it was too big. It would take up the entire room. So uh, he had an extra ticket to see this band called Guns Roses that was playing with TSOL. And I thought, mm-hmm. oh, I want to go see TSOL because they're punk rock. TSOL had a glam rock phase. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, so my husband has a bunch of old like punk flyers. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've seen Guns N' Roses you probably listed have. on as Probably playing with like Black Flag. Totally. And all you, those You bands. totally so, have. Yeah. And, uh, or not Black Flag per se as much as TSOL yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was when Jack Christian was going through his metal phase, which mm-hmm. I guess was the transition. If you were still playing music at that time and. You had to go with. Go with, go where the shows yeah. take you, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it was the Anaheim Celebrity Theater and it's now like the River Church, the theater in the round. Ah. Just, I'll, I'll let you know what the size of this and this will tip it off. Okay. When I was a junior, several years later in high school, I was really getting into like blues and stuff like that. And I was, I was taken to see B.B. King play there. Mm-hmm. So think about that. We're not talking a stadium. We're talking about a thousand people, maybe yeah. max, maximum awesome. capacity. So yeah. Anyway, I still have that ticket stub, so there's that. Do you keep your ticket stubs? I, oh, are you kidding? Yeah. I, that's what we should do. We should do a playlist where we take the ticket stubs, and you have your box, and I have my box, and we just reach in and pull one out, and yeah. then that's the song we play, or that's the That'd band. be pretty... Okay, give me some time to find them, because right. they're all them. over the place. Yeah, mine are all over, too. They're in purses. Can I help you, Dwight, sir? please. Dwight, you're on the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so I'm going to play... I keep wanting to play Dodgers uh, players and their songs. Um, but, okay, so I, I like this next song. I don't know any of these players that used this song. So if you know, help me out. Okay. But it's um, The Outfield, Your Love. And it, what came up is Charlie Black, Blockman or Josh Willingham. Uh, yeah. I don't know any of nah. these players. But Snarf. the song's good. Okay. So we'll play it. song and if you told me the cars did that i'd be like oh okay like, yeah i've never i always thought the cars did that song I it, it, was not, it very much sounds like something they would do yeah i, I get it yeah i, and I, I thought, I, thought I was thinking like maybe uh um rick okasic was like oh somebody told him like hey dude we have to have let a slicker producer come in uh-huh. and do something and that's i've made that up in my mind whenever i heard that song I'm like because it's a great song 
This is actually, it's a good song, but thinking about it, it's a weird song to walk out to. Yeah. It, there's nothing like exciting or like. Dude, if it were me, if I'm picking my own walk up, oh, I'll do it later. We'll do that at the okay. end. Save All that. Right. All right. Well, uh, mine, I have to mention this guy because he kind of made the modern walk up song really famous. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's probably is going to go down. I mean, he is the player of a generation. Um, but because he's a Yankee, we don't give him a lot of street cred out here. Okay. Um, but anybody who likes baseball knows the name Mariano Rivera. And Mariano Rivera was a relief pitcher for the Yankees. The fact that I have to say anything about him just says that our audience clearly is not <laughs> <laughs> is not a baseball crowd. Uh, started in 1995 um, with uh, the Yankees. Wore the number nine. Uh, he was such a great player. He wore the number 42, Jackie Robinson. He mm-hmm. was the last player to ever wear that number, and the Yankees retired it uh, for him uh, when cool. he when he retired. But I mean, this guy, he was absolutely unhittable. And uh, so got such a reputation for being such a tough competitor that um, when he would come out, um, he would play Enter Sandman because mm-hmm. it was night-night time. You're going down. <laughs> like, you're going to sleep. Your team's chances are sleeping now. But he's he was 1999. He was the World Series Most Valuable Player, 2003. Um, he was an MVP as well. I mean, just... You know, the Cy Young Awards, and uh, the guy was amazing. He was absolutely amazing. He just recently retired, uh, but really an amazing, amazing dude and a great philanthropist. Win-loss record, 82-60, and 60, which doesn't seem that great, but when you say that it's over a period of, like, 17 years or whatever, mm-hmm. it's pretty amazing. Yeah. So, anyway, let's play it for Mariano Rivera. It's Enter Sandman by Metallica from the Black Album, Metallica. I've never given Metallica much of a chance. That's yeah. like one of the only Metallica songs that I really enjoy. Well, of the and why, hits and why I, would you? With your age, like all you would know about Metallica is Lars battling against Napster and all that stuff, right? It wasn't and like, it's metal. Like I've never yeah. been into metal. There was a lot of metal heads that went to my school, a lot of metal. And, and whenever um, I was in high school, I think when Master of Puppets came out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was a kid. I was a kid. I was like a freshman, and I remember all the senior like Heshers uh, would wear were wearing like the Master of Puppets tour shirt. You know, and mm-hmm. there was like there's probably like a hundred of them at school that day. I don't know. There was a lot. You know, and then uh, when this when the Black Album came out, it it was a crossover. I mean, there was a lot of people who weren't into metal that got into this album, and it was sure. everywhere. Yeah. I mean, it, well, it and was, it got played. It was played everywhere. You couldn't, yeah, go anywhere. Without and if you ever, that. if you ever want to be disappointed and, and really hate yourself <laughs> for having heroes, watch the Metallica documentary. And I forget what it's called, but it's the one that's like after Enter Sandman mm-hmm. or during the recording of Enter Sandman or, or during the recording of the Black Album, and you see their dysfunctionality and how they need to have a therapist present and all this other stuff. I mean, it's like you guys were street dudes, metal street dudes mm-hmm. from San Francisco when it was. It meant something when it was a seedy place and you know they turned around having to have a needing a um needing a therapist to kind of keep them apart. but you've been yeah you've been in a relationship with 
these True. people for years. I'm surprised they, especially men, yeah. like haven't killed each other. Well, and you know, their bass player, you know, he died in their tour bus, oh, um, black ice Sorry. and their bus flipped over. He was killed Jesus. and they had another bass player and then he was in it for all like these years. And then mm-hmm. now that guy's gone. There's a whole nother bass player. Yeah. So I don't know what, uh, I get, I, you know, and then think about it. Maybe it's hard to get along with Lars and Kirk Hammett and Kirk Hammett seems like a really nice guy, but maybe it's probably hard to get along with Lars and the singer. I don't know. It seems like it's a Bono situation too, where it's oh, like, like South like Park, where he's just Bono. Bono's the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> Stan's dad's trying to take the biggest piece, the biggest shit, but the biggest um, shit is actually Bono. When I watched the Lemmy, pretty funny actually. The Lemmy documentary. Yes, yeah, yeah. I watched it with a bunch of metalheads at midnight screening at the Art Theater in Long Beach. I saw that. I was there. Were you there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think when Lars came on screen, they like yeah, booed him they booed and were him. throwing yeah, shit yeah. at the screen. Why wouldn't you? Why yeah. wouldn't you? It was, that was funny when like him or like Kat Von D or whatever came on, like, I yeah. think those were the people they booed. Right. But it, that was a lot of fun. You want to talk about people that are, uh, you know, if you got a guy like Lemmy, who is beloved, I mean, beloved because he is genuine. Yeah. Right. You could say what you want about Lemmy, uh, but you can't say that he's not who exact exactly who he is. Oh, totally. And uh, anybody who's ever gone into the rainbow room on a random Tuesday and seen Lemmy mm-hmm. sitting there, I mean. How many people have that story? I have that story. And I know there's Christina raised her hand. There's like 40 people that I know that have that story. That's real, dude. That guy drank himself into the ground. <laughs> and uh, pretty, he, I mean, pretty iconic either way. And then you have kind of these fly-by-night people like Kat Von D. Okay. Maybe Kat Von D. Kat Von D has Beethoven on her arm and she's, and she likes him and all those other mm-hmm. bands, you know? So I don't. I don't believe Kat Von D's rock. Do you? I mean, maybe emo. Maybe I don't know. Maybe like a. I don't know. She said. I'm not some judging things. her. Whatever. She said some things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Questionable things. Questionable things. There but it anyways. Is. All right. Any. Uh, I just found the perfect song. All right. Perfect. Um. Okay. I'm gonna play kind of a joke song. Just I just think it's hilarious that someone would pick this. But okay. he's from the Brewers. His name is Brent Suter. Mm-hmm. His song is the Jurassic Park theme song. Yes, yes. I love it. And I'm going to play it for you right now as Welcome soon as I find it. to Jurassic Park. <laughs> I'm surprised he doesn't walk out with the little cane with the little amber mosquito be on sick. it. He had like, it, it, they, they made... They, made baseball crossover like wrestling where they have like an outfit that they can uh-huh. put on and then be able to tear it off he has that little like explorer's hat yeah. on when he, he uses comes the out. bat as a cane he's walking in all slow <laughs> and then he has to rip it all off and it's his uniform he's like oh, ready to I love that. slug yeah i love it shooter That's pretty epic yeah. to walk out and like, I feel like you could just raise your hands at that, that high note in the song. And, and all the people that are like your age would be, that's amazing. And I'd be there going, oh, did I sleep through this part? <laughs> like, I don't know. No, remember I said, I'm kind of tired of the pandering to the eighties and nineties. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, it's I pandering can't. to the nineties more. I think now, I guess the eighties it is with stranger things and yeah. shit like that. But um, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's cool. And a lot of them use also Game of Thrones. Um, I saw that. There's a lot of Game of Thrones around, you know, it's okay, great, fine, whatever. But you want to talk about pandering. Yes. 
Let's talk about pandering. This guy, also Mm -hmm. a Dodger, or Dodger heavy, let's be real. We are. We're biased. I go to a lot of Dodger games, so Dodger heavy. But uh, this guy, Enrique Hernandez, also known as Kike Hernandez, um, not only a handsome man, the ladies love him. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Ladies go, ooh, yummy, Kike. Mm." That's for sure. Um, Really? Kershaw looks like a hick, really? Okay. Yeah, I think he's cute. All right. There it is. There it is. I Proving think outside of the outside of the uniform, we'll uh, see. Yeah. No, no, no. But it, it, yeah. when he's in a Tommy Bahama shirt and like uh oh, and like Tiva sandals Can and you stuff. Have, oh, Can you I hope to never see that. Yeah, you don't want to see that. Kike uh, always takes something that, um, if you want to listen, that's Dwight drinking. Pretty amazing. We'll wait. <laughs> we'll wait, Dwight. Dwight, take your time. Okay, he's he's be, really going hard. He does that. He drinks a lot. Oh, uh, yeah. He's, uh, he, he fills up. He remembers to drink, and then he fills <laughs> up, and then he's like, <laughs> uh, So, the Kike had the yodeling kid from Walmart uh, as his walk-up music for a while. Mm. And now, he has this song, which is pretty iconic, I guess, for this five minutes. Also pandering <laughs> to people who have kids. It's Baby Shark. Here it goes. Greatest song ever <laughs> Greatest created. Song. Talk about a flow of a mix. Like if you were just listening to this in your car, like, you know what I want to hear right now? Baby Shark. And if you have kids and you're listening to the podcast, yeah. you probably shouldn't because there's some F-bombs and some other things. Oh, yeah. Uh, not to this podcast. Baby Shark all the way. Not, yeah. Not but this. they could hear it and go, and then you could turn it up and go, look, I'm listening to this. And they go, oh, great. And I'm just curious. I want to see how many times Baby, Baby Shark, Shark to me played. is kind of like, what did the fox say? Three billion views on with a buh on uh, YouTube. YouTube on the YouTube. Uh, nope. Wow. Yeah, three billion views. With a buh. That's like parents just play it all day so their kid shuts up. How you could know? you listen to that all day though? You, you're asking me and Julia, neither of us have children other than Dwight, and Dwight is happy in silence. So, you know what mm-hmm. Dwight really likes? What? Keith Morrison from, from Dateline. He has very he specific watches, taste. He, like, watches. He has a soothing he, like, voice. He looks up at him like, oh, oh. Papa? Papa? Are you my mommy? <laughs> what are we doing on songs? How many songs we got left? We're at ten. ten. So Two each? We say one more each, and then oh, the and last then the one bonus. will be our songs. And then the bonus. What? What in the bonus? So, what you got next, then, player? I'm going to end like my for real songs with um with another dodgers Ooh, look at you with kenley (gasps) mr kenley jensen love him too and i love this song you can't not like the song this is one of those 90s songs that still works for me and isn't cheesy and isn't like your mind goes straight to the 90s he walks out to california love oh yeah and we a lot I, of guys do that a lot of guys use california love which i'm okay with i am too and uh i double checked we didn't play this on our california episode you should go back and listen to that episode audience we listening. didn't no we, we didn't, didn't. Tupac, did we 
No, we didn't. And we mentioned that we didn't play any Tupac. It was like, uh, I think so. I feel like we talked about it, but we didn't play it at all. Mm. But mm-hmm. we're going to play it now. Okay. And uh, go kill me. What can you say about that? It's a good song. Uh, totally. Good song choice. Uh, Dre producing Tupac all day, mm-hmm. all day long. That's uh, that's a great combination at that time. That was a really great combination. Oh, totally. Um, aside from the misogyny that wouldn't play these days per se, that was a that was a great pairing. Um, yeah, like what would Tupac be doing? Like he'd still be an artist. He would, and it would be way. It would, he'd be forced to be way more intelligent because he was extremely intelligent. Yes, I mean you look right? at artists now like. Travis Scott, Kendrick Lamar, um, rappers who are very much taking a stance on things and having a, a very specific view. Um, I can tell you his would be about gentrification. That's for sure. You ever mm. seen Oakland lately? Jeez. <laughs> it's like, I was in Oakland last week. Coffee shop on every corner. Oh my gosh. It's Drip crazy. coffee everywhere. Drip, yeah. Well, maybe. I don't know. But there's a, like, vegan cafe everywhere you mm. go. Uh, you know, there's there's... I mean, it's so Bobby Bambi played at um, at uh, in Berkeley at the um, the place the um, Gilman Street Gilman Street, and uh, the first time I played at Gilman, Mm -hmm. it was a pretty rough part of town. There was a motel Mm -hmm. up the street, um, vacant lot uh, around there, and very industrial. Haven't played there in many years. Mm -hmm. Went back to play and there is a tesla service station across the street uh and then there's a brewery next door specializing in belgians belgian brews sounds Uh, about right caddy corner across the street there's a whole foods sounds about white where yeah sounds about white exactly (laughs) and uh oh zing (laughs) and then where the motel was there is a chipotle so Everything, uh, everything coming up Chipotle. White guy starter pack. White guy starter. <laughs> white guy punk rock starter pack. Hey mom, you could drop your Tesla off and charge across the street. And then, um, could you give me a bowl, like a sofritas bowl? Because I'm straight edge and I don't like eating meat. Meat is murder, mom. Like that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Can Nailed you make sure? It. Um. Uh, wait. Are these my? Are these my vegan dogs? Or my? <laughs> Oh my gosh, Dwight didn't like that. Was Dwight didn't like that? I know he did a heavy sigh. On that was that a heavy one. sigh. Uh, okay, oh so my last pick. This is your last because like, I love the player. I'm okay. gonna play the song. I actually, fun fact uh, for the audience and everyone else, um, I really don't like this band. I okay. really don't like, but I love the person so much. You're willing to overlook that. I'm it. willing to overlook it. Okay, because I love Chase Utley that much feel like whatever you hate i hate most of the time so yeah it is the song uh-huh. is cashmere by led zeppelin oh, uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah led yeah. zeppelin makes me yeah. want to fart like just like oh mm-hmm. it's like you know led zeppelin and the even the rolling stones to to a, a large percentage i just i'm over it man like i don't want to hear it i don't want to see them like so with the Rolling Stones, I was talking to John about this. Like, I your need, husband John, my husband John, not I, John Wick. No, no, I 
because right. it would be awesome. That'd be pretty if, cool too. If Led Zeppelin as a whole killed mm-hmm. his dog and then you watched what he did to them. Oh. <laughs> you know that story, right? John Wick. That's the point of John Wick. His Never dog gets it. killed in the first like minute. And I, then he spends the rest of the movie killing the people who killed his dog. Then I fully understand yeah. his anger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, exactly. I am rooting for him. Um, no, I've never really given that genre or Rolling Stones a chance. So I think if I go, I want to go back and listen to 60s, 70s Rolling Stones. I'm sure there's the best stuff out there that I can listen to. Yeah, the I don't 60s, need to hear really anything good, now good. or anything. Well, you wouldn't hear anything now anyway. I, I don't play. want. I don't want any modern-ish. But I think I need to give like early recordings a chance. I personally, if you're asking, because I've heard them all. My brother was, mm-hmm. loved Led Zeppelin, so I heard them my whole life. Not Led Zeppelin. Of, I'm oh. talking Rolling Stones. Oh, Rolling Stones. But Led Zeppelin, maybe I should. Well, but I feel like I, I Rolling can't. Rolling Stones. If I mean, okay, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this. Mm-hmm. Satisfaction and before mm-hmm. probably pretty good. Waiting on a friend, maybe. So that's what Sticky Fingers, I think. Uh, hmm, is that mm. what it's called? Exile Yeah. Uh, do the research, but I think mid. I think the mid seventies and before is pretty good for the Rolling that's Stones. That's what it, I think I want to listen. You know, because Waiting on a Friend is actually. If I'm listening to Rolling Stones, that's one of my favorites because it doesn't really sound like anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like Brown Sugar quite a. I there's a lot of really great songs that are there, but I just hear them so much that I never think, oh Dwight, stop, dude, oh, what a yeah. pest. Um, there's a, there's, I never think to myself, oh, you know what? I wish I could listen to some Rolling Stones right now, yeah. which is kind of the mark of, in our climate, you kind of have to choose what you listen to. And, there's and, too much out there yeah. and I don't have enough time to listen to all of right. it. Right. And, and I feel like I have these things, I call them Dennis chair songs. Mm-hmm. Any song that I've heard, I feel this way about the Eagles mm-hmm. and the Eagles are a great band. Don't get me wrong. They're great songs. The songs are written well. You just heard them so many times that it's like, man, this is just, no, I don't, yeah. I don't want to hear this anymore. And it's the, it's the same. Although whenever I hear anybody like covering or playing guitar, not, not necessarily covering a whole song, but I hear a guitarist like doing a lick from Keith Richards. Mm-hmm. I think, man, I got to listen to more of that because it's really good. Like the, the Rolling Stones themselves are really good. I just don't want to see 90 year old people walking around and I mean, somebody's going to break their hip. Somebody's yeah. going to break their hip. Okay. You're a little, and it's going to be a, you're a little worried. But anyway, Chase Utley, let's get talk. Let's talk about Chase Utley. Chase oh, yeah. Utley, they call him later in his career. They call him the silver Fox because he was a silvery kind of grayish hair. Turns out I'm actually a year older than him. So that makes me feel great. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he won uh, the world series with the Phillies. Yes. Uh, I'm going to say 2009. I want to say, right? Yes. Sure. Say, yeah. Why not? Um, and then uh, had a great career. I mean, he was a baseball player's baseball player. He was mm-hmm. a guy that would, he has a record. I think he's, got, he's been hit by a pitch 201 times or something. He broke oh, wow. bones getting hit by a pitch. Uh, and in 2015, he was on the Dodgers. Uh, they actually had a, I'm sorry, 2016, I think he had a, uh, he had an issue where he, um, slid into second base and he took somebody out just cause they were blocking. He said he were blocking the plate, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was a whole thing. They had to go to major league baseball and fine him and all this stuff. And then they reversed it later, oh. but he's just a guy. He's like a, he's, he's the type of guy that'll take uh, a pitch for the team. He'll hit, he'll get hit to be on base. He'll do whatever he has to do. And a great mentor for the team. He retired 2018. Uh, his last game was actually in September of 18. But he stayed with the Dodgers as like a consultant, mm-hmm. coach, whatever, through their World Series run. So he could be there with the guys 
Um, yeah. At what age did he retire? I just he, curious. I think he was uh, well. He was born in so forty three. Oh. 42 42 so okay. yeah so there you go i mean he yeah and that's a nice nice long career yeah so, um and he also is a he's a huge advocate for animals so him and his wife live in sausalito and they donate to uh, this animal rescue yeah. animal rescue place and uh, a prevention of uh, cruelty for animals and he's actually starred in a bunch of an adopt don't buy videos against, awesome yeah so he's Chase Utley is the man. He's a man. Totes. He's sensitive and loves people and loves dogs. So here we go. Let's play Cashmere, the 1990 remaster from Led Zeppelin for Chase Utley. It's like the old saying, hate the song, not the player. Hate the player, not the game. Yeah. Hate, hate the game. Hate the hat, not the face. Oh, Wait. That's... Hate, hate the teeth, not the food in the teeth. Wait. Whoa. That's not a saying. Those sound like personal experiences. Hate the toenails, not the sandals. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just making that's stuff terrible. up now. <laughs> Very summer appropriate, though. Yeah. Hate the toenail, not the sandals. That'll be our next t-shirt. Okay. So I think we have a good list of uh, songs so far i think we picked a lot of dodgers players which is okay with Uh-oh. me sorry um but now that so, wasn't la isla bonita and that's not going to be my song okay <laughs> so now we get to pretend that we're baseball players yes we're it's the it's the world series uh bottom of the ninth your team's up to bat, whatever. You're up to bat. You're down by two. You got two guys on. This is for all the marbles. Two guys on base. All you got to do is whack this sucker out. Mm -hmm. And you you represent the scoring run. And you're so pumped because you get the call up. You you were injured. Mm Mm-hmm. You could play, maybe, I don't know. You're riding a stationary bike like Kirk Gibson in the locker room, and then Tommy Lasorda comes in and he says, Hey, Julia, you're up. And then you come out, and here's your song, and it is? It is. I'm not even going to say it. We're just going to play it. Do it. Supermodel from the Clueless movie. Actually, Jill Sobiel's really good. Um, oh, I know nothing else by her. Jill Sobiel wrote a song called I Kiss the Girl before Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Not totally different song. Okay. And uh, yeah, she got a little kind of little run for that and uh-huh. had her chasing a girl or kissing a girl in the video or something. It was When it came out, it was a big deal. It's something oh, that course. was a big deal then. That so would taboo. Not even be close to a big deal now. Yeah. Matter of fact, when... Um, I ne- I hadn't heard that Katy Perry song. Mm-hmm. I kissed a girl and I liked it or whatever. And I thought she covered the Jill Solbiel song. I didn't know until I heard it. I'm like, oh, Got it's a it. different song. Okay, great. That would be an interesting topic too. Songs that have the same 
title, right? but are completely like different in every way. But if they're iconic, how could you name them the same? I, I'm sure it exists, right? I'm sure like somebody else did a With or Without You, but the yeah. U2 song is so famous. <laughs> I guess it depends on which one came first. Like if the... No, I think it, it it's, it's which one is bigger, right? Like, True, yes. Yeah. Well, if the big song came before the little right. song. Yeah, yeah. Or right. after yeah, the little song, whatevs. But anyways... Okay, so with mine, uh, bottom of the ninth, mm-hmm. I may play, I may not. I had a little strained hammy, but I'm trying to warm You're it up. You're icing your shoulder, I'm icing whatever. the shoulder. I mean, let's be real. I'm old, but I've set the record as uh, the world's oldest rookie, and uh, <laughs> the Dodgers need me. It's bottom of the ninth. They need my bat. Camera's on you yeah. right now. So Dave now. Roberts, uh, with the permission of Tommy Lasorda, because Tommy Lasorda was involved as well uh-huh. in my dream. Um, Tommy came over, but it was like a younger Tommy, which is weird. Uh-huh. Um, and he came down and, uh, Dave Roberts was there and they were just kind of like, they had their arm around each other. What are we going to do? Skipper? I don't know. Skipper, what are we going to do? And then they go down, they go, they brought Vinny down. Yeah. They and then Vin, Vin came up and he's like, Vin, what do you think? And he goes, I think you put the kid in. <laughs> and then they yell down and here's me all dilapidated on the stationary life cycle bike with my shoulder iced, just keeping my legs warm. Uh-huh. And they're like, B. We need you. B, it's your time. So I hobble out there. The and crowd sees me. Vinny's talking. He's talking about your favorite food when you were seven yeah. years old. Goes, and not a lot of people know this, but a big fan of <laughs> garlic bread <laughs> and I Whoppers. Not together, but together to make a great meal. A finisher, a starter, and a finisher. Interesting choice by Roberts. And his iconic song that he plays that gets everybody singing is... That's a great song. You can't like, deny it. I, the only thing I hate is the Weezer version, yeah, but I yeah, love the but song. You got to say this about the Weezer version. You got to look at that and go, oh, why'd you do that? Even yeah. Weezer, who is, no, gen- yes, who is yes, like yes, loved yes. by yeah. a lot of, let's be honest, your generation and white people in general. Let's be real. A lot of young kids. A lot of young kids love Weezer. And that song is so iconic that Weezer screwed it up. <laughs> <laughs> But can you imagine? And then right when, right after the, uh, I hit the raise down and mm-hmm. click, the, uh, the, the bat cracks. Are you running? Or do they I'm have someone? Hobbling. Oh, I'm hobbling. Shit. I'm hobbling like Kirk Gibson just around the base. Just and like someone's coming up to, to like run it. for you and you're like, yeah, no, 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 no. No, this is my moment because I know that my career is over. They're telling this him to it. stop and he keeps He's going. He's a 44-year-old man. His career is over. And then Dwight's there. Dwight's there as the official ball dog. <laughs> and he's there like with his face. And he's like, I love you, Daddy. I love you. And he's chasing it. you actually he's, to yeah, motivate you to yeah, get to exactly. home. He's all, come on. And he's leading me because at this point, like, I got sweat and blood in my eyes. I don't know why. <laughs> and yeah, and the glare. And, oh, man. it's It was a moment. It was a moment. Yeah. Right, and Dwight? then they, they take you off the field on a stretcher. But on a stretcher. But your hands in the air, my your hands, hats up. My, my hands in the air with a fist and the crowd. Standing ovation. Standing ovation. They don't even sit down for like 10 minutes. People are crying. I just brought the Senior World Series. Senior citizens are crying. First World Series. First World Series victory trophy since 1988 they're saying i'm so glad i lived 
to see this day. Right, this day. Not the first black president. And you know what made it? But this day. You know what made it? What? Toto by Africa. Africa by Toto. God bless. God bless. Well, that was a good one. That was fun. Yeah, it turned into something pretty great. Great. Okay, our next one, songs Tony the Tiger would like to eat for breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, you'd have to say, great, after every one of them. I bet there's a playlist out there. Oh, there's a playlist. There is a playlist. Yeah, has to be. Well, so that was fun. That was Uh, fun. It's a nice summertime activity. mm Mm-hmm. Support the Dodgers. Go to a Dodger game. Support any baseball. Actually, one one thing I used to really love to do, and I'm kind of degenerate. You couldn't get away with it these days, but mm-hmm. I used to work um, really off days, and so uh, I would some some days I'd have like a Wednesday off where I wouldn't work at all. Yeah. And I would take my beach cruiser to uh, Super Jams Liquor in Anaheim on mm-hmm. uh, on Euclid and Ball, and then I would ride my bike to Majeska Park, and I would watch uh, the Little League games because <laughs> it was baseball that I could afford to watch, and I would sit there <laughs> and I'd drink a forty, not well, a twenty-two ounce, uh-huh. usually of Newcastle at that time, and I would watch them play until they realized that I didn't have a kid playing there. <laughs> Hey, so, get yeah. out of here. Now now you couldn't get away with it, but no, then it was innocent. Can. I really was rooting where I'm like, that, yeah. that hey man, that big kid's a slugger. Watch this kid, watch this kid play. And I'm sure a lot of people do that because it's baseball. Yeah. And now you're just yeah. you don't even want to step foot near a field. You yeah, know? absolutely. Absolutely. Well that was fun. And if you get a chance, go out to your local uh uh AAA club and watch those games. Those games are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um uh if you're a local here in Orange County. You gotta go and see the uh, the Fullerton Fullerton College team play. They're always great. So yeah, the Titans. So are the elephants. Dirtbags. Dirt, is that no, the that's Long Beach? Long Beach that's is Long the dirtbags. Yeah, yeah. But go out and see them. Long Beach. You have that. I mean, there's there's people all over. If you live in Lake Elsinore, they have the Storm, which is actually a great minor. Minor league team. leagues are great. I remember yeah. as a kid, not baseball related, but my sister and her now husband were huge hockey fans. Mm-hmm. But they would take us to see the Long Beach Ice Dogs, oh, yeah, which yeah. was a minor right. league team. I remember, I remember. I've actually seen the Long Beach Ice Dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we would go, and their logo is a bulldog, and we would yeah. go see them all the time. It yeah, was fun. see, what's great is it's like four bucks. So, you know, or five bucks or whatever it is. Fun fact uh, my friend, who's probably not listening to this, uh, my friend Alan, mm-hmm. he, um, he used to work in AR at a record label. He actually used to work, he was like Shakira's body man. He was like, he would. I think it was Shakira. Was it Penelope? Shakira? No, he loved Shakira. Mm-hmm. No, he worked. He didn't work. He worked in movies, and he was Penelope Cruz as like guy, like every bodyguard. She, not really. Anytime she'd come to to L.A. for something, she'd stay at a house in like Southgate, like oh. just a rando, like you wouldn't expect it or whatever. And uh, anyway, he did that, and then he wanted to get in baseball so bad, he started off in marketing at the Elsinore Storm, became their general manager over a period of time. And one time they had Oktoberfest, and I played the accordion there, and I got in for free and got food and stuff. Cool. And my mom, actually, I got her to throw out the first pitch for her birthday. So That's she awesome. Loved it. That's pretty cool. And uh, now he is in charge of the uh, of the Eugene, Oregon Emeralds, which is a, club, a Cubs foundation or Cubs organization feeder, which is great, which means he got a world series ring, which is awesome. Good for him. Anyhow, that was fun. Yeah. Good job. Good job. And we will see you guys Teamwork. next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hurry up, batter. It's going to be a short game and I got to get home for lunch. <laughs> That's one. Strike three, hero. If 
you enjoyed listening to the podcast, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Mixtape Mixtape Podcast for show notes, pictures, and behind-the-scenes snaps. And while you're at it, head over to the website, <laughs> mixtapemixtapepodcast.com for complete playlists as well as links to all the spot- songs on Spotify. Just know that I worked really hard in putting all those playlists up and I have feelings. Or did you work really hard at avoiding other responsibilities? Shut up. Just don't forget to tell your friends. One more thing. We know you're busy people, but go ahead and click to review and give us a five-star rating or comment on whichever podcast platform you listen to us on. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye.